everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Mark Friends podcast, the podcast where two random nerds are trying to write their own Doctor Who movie. My name's Connor. My name's Harry, hello. And we are here yet again to Once do what more. we do. That's right. But, we we know that you're, you, you Doctor Who fans out there who may be listening to this, you know, you're probably not even paying attention to this podcast anymore because real life Doctor Who's just got, just getting crazier it seems. And just, just amazing as well. We don't know that yet. It could all be shit. I hope not. No, but I'm saying that we don't know for sure. I mean, yeah, true. Like, at the moment, yeah, it's a good feeling for um, at least, uh, well, for, you know, most Doctor Who fans and then for fans specifically of, like, the Russell T. Davies era. Yeah. I'd say. Um, so, Harry, what happened in Doctor Who since we last spoke? Since we last spoke... They have officially confirmed that Mr. David Tennant and Catherine Tate are returning to Doctor Who in some capacity for the 60th anniversary, um, as well as yeah, I could never pronounce. I don't remember the actually second name, but uh, Yasmin, who starred in Heartstopper, well, should, is playing Rose. Should look it up. Um, they've been spotted filming around Camden. Um, And what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Wilf was spotted on set. Uh, Donna's family was spotted on set. It's all Again, kind of... has Again, has a name. You know, the actor does have a name. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Bernard Cribbin, sorry. But um, Yasmin Finney. That's it, Yasmin Finney. Um, but yeah, so I think the room, the heavy rumour is that he's going to get a couple of specials um, before Shuti Gatwa takes over. And apparently the, the the kind of rumours going around is that Jodie regenerates into David Tennant um, and he doesn't know, like, it's gone wrong, which is why he's got a previous face and he doesn't know why he's got this face. Oh, I um, mean, okay, And he's trying weird. to figure out. So it's not, he's it not regenerating. Like, well, it, sa- oh, sorry, it sounded like it was going to be, like, um, what's it called? Like, it's a, a standalone or something like that. But obviously no one really knows what's going to happen until it happens. Yeah, well, see, that's what people that's what people thought. But then, um, but then on filming, they're using the same TARDIS as Jodie Whittaker. They're not using Ten's TARDIS; they're using Thirteen's TARDIS. Oh, okay. So the rumor the rumor is the heavy rumor. I think there was a leak on Reddit. But, but um, obviously, this isn't. I know nothing about this. This is just, just what people just are saying. That's probably also something they can just fix in CGI, though. Like in yeah, but. Um, Rather than having like, oh, this old TARDIS design, they could just, oh, let's just use the one we've got and fix it in CGI. But yeah, we don't, obviously. Yeah, yeah take be. this with a pinch of salt completely. Like this, you know, might not, none of this might happen. But um, yeah, apparently he's trying to figure out, he's not, he's technically 14, but he's got 10's face and he's trying to figure out what's gone wrong. And in the process of that, he bumps back into Donna. But um, <laughs> At least yeah. that's what was rumoured. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but in reality, no one actually, Actually knows what's going on. Obviously, Russell T Davies is keeping things very close to the chest. He's he said the reason he's revealed what he's revealed, even though he said he wasn't, was because they had to start filming like around Camden and Wembley, and they were going to be spotted on set. So he was like, "We might as well, we we need to just announce it now." Um, which makes sense, you know, control the control what the media get at least as much as you can. Control the narrative. That's what um, you were trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I also love how like all the media outlets are a little bit confused on what they're saying in terms of um, Yasmin Finney because obviously uh, she's playing a character called Rose, and then there's loads of but it's not been confirmed if it's an original character because I saw one article being like uh, Yasmin Finney to play Billy Piper's Rose, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I saw. Is it not s- just another character called Rose? Like I feel like that's more believable. <laughs> yeah. See, my thing is, I think she's playing Donna's daughter because. There's a set video that I saw of Donna, Sean from The End of Time, Part oh, yeah. 2, and Rose, and then Rose calls out to Donna, and but calls her mum. So either they're filming that as a red herring, or she is Donna and Sean's daughter, and Donna's called her Rose because something in the back of her head, some, do you know what I mean, like something yeah. like that? Subconsciously, yeah. Because um, obviously, obviously the last time... Because Rusty Davis said this in the press release as well. He basically went um, the last time the doctor probably sat down with them all and basically said, if Donna remembers anything, she will die. So how the hell, you know... Yeah, she said she will burn. Happen? Or she will burn, yeah. <laughs> She'll burn up or whatever he said. He never said die, so she might just become a flame monster. She becomes a human torch. Yeah. Um, flame on! I don't know if they've they've obviously they have don't they've not said any details about um, the character. It's just something I just thought about, which is a valid question I think to have. Is that is um, Yasmin Finney going to be playing a trans character or a cisgendered character? Which I think would just be something interesting to know. Yeah, same. As a trans um, person, as she is, course, a trans yeah, of person. course. And also, not me. I said uh, that like I was. I'm not. <laughs> it's also um, Doctor Who's first transgender companion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As well, which is which is <laughs> great. I mean, people say that she's absolutely amazing in uh, Netflix's Heartstopper. Um, so I'm very excited to see what she brings. And also, this is another question as well. People are basically saying that is she only going to be used for these specials or 60th anniversary or celebrations? Is new, or is she the new companion? Yeah, will she carry on? Because that's another thing as well, like... Like, they're announcing this is part of the 60th anniversary celebration. So, say if he gets... Say if David Tennant gets free specials, right? For example, um, that doesn't necessarily mean one of those is the 60th anniversary special. This could be part of the... The 60th anniversary celebration might be multiple things that we don't know about. That's what I've assumed, because they've not once said um, for the 60th anniversary special, they've always said for the 60th anniversary celebration. So, it's like... yeah. It's all for the 60th anniversary, so they're just probably doing loads of things, just throwing a lot of stuff out there, being like, let's just make it a big old thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they'll we'll see what happens. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, it is. I mean, that is like, there's a lot of stuff out there already, so it is kind of like, oh yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen, a lot of things to be excited for, even if. For example, like me, you're not—you haven't caught up with the series, and you haven't been that fond on it in recent years. There's a lot out there that's like, oh, this is all quite intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. And who'd have thought Russell T Davies comes back to the show and everything's interesting again? <laughs> I am really excited for him to come back. I think I think I wouldn't. I'm not going to say that his era was immaculate. I don't think anyone's has been, but I think he's such a strong writer, and I think. The work he's done since Doctor Who as well have been outstanding. So, he, well, he he kind of 
he set the tone for what the show has been since really i know it has shifted over like a little bit over now then but i'd say that Stephen moffat's entire run is very like like similar to not similar but not i mean they had the same kind of feeling yeah to russell t davis's run um whereas chris chibnall's run has felt very different yeah 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 it felt it i understand he was trying to bring a new audience to it and kind of breathe new life into it but chris chibnall's just feels too separated at least at first especially that first season and most of the second season, it just felt like it wasn't part of this universe at all. Like, yeah. there was always theories going, oh, maybe, you know, this one's a parallel universe, and when the TARDIS exploded, the Doctor fell into another universe. And I never believed that at first, but if you said it to me now, I'd have been like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I don't I don't think that. I think it's just a different style. I think, I mean, it having a different style isn't necessarily something that it doesn't... I don't think that hurts it. I just think that there's familiarity with, obviously, the Russell T. Davies and that. Yeah, I agree. And familiarity means comfort. Yeah. Um, and nobody likes to be put out of their comfort zone. No. At least not, you know, when it's not their choice. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it all come together. Um, yeah, same. We, uh, I need to... When we were living together, obviously, we started and then never continued our watch through together. I say we never continued it. You did. <laughs> I carried on, yeah. You carried on watching them. I was like, well, there's no point now. I'm just going to not watch it then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah I, have one every now and, I have every now and then thought, oh, I'd like to watch some of the older episodes again. Even like rewatch the Stephen Moffat era to see how I feel on it. Again. Yeah. To see. Because I've only saw, seen a lot of those episodes once anyway, so. Yeah, do it, mate. And then maybe we can do like season recaps on the podcast. Who, who, who knows? See, that'd be sick. Yeah, I know. I thought about that the other day. I was like, that could be something we could do. Yeah. And I'd be happy enough. To, I'd be happy to do. It. I like. I like Doctor Who enough to watch it again someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would do that. That'd this time so we're not fun. editing out future plans. We might do that, and you might get to hear it. Exactly. Be happy. Yeah. Um, but for now. We're like ten minutes into this episode, and all we've talked about is crap Doctor Who stuff, and not the best, which is ours. Um, <laughs> so last time we uh, we introduced you to Alex's friend, who has no name or any other details other than they're a bit more confident than Alex, and they're Alex's friend. That's all you need yes. to know, right now. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I did write the scene somewhere. I don't have it open right now, um, and I cannot remember. What I said we do next. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna sing. Let's sing. No, let's not. Welcome to the house. No, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> There's no music, so. Interesting. Alex, oh there we go. Here it is. So Alex's friend, blah blah blah, off a lecture. Alex being like, yeah, sure, whatever. And that scene, a little phone. Call. Yeah, then we suggested, oh, could Alex have a little phone call with her, with her parents? Which yeah, could work. Yeah. Yeah. And then we said the little scene with David, which we kind of spoke about. Like he's walking around the museum doing some stuff. Yep. And then um, he's like asking one of his guards, like, oh, has the thing been done? Because he's talking. Obviously, this is something we inserted in the previous stuff is that they've been in the class, the university students have been invited to the museum as part of some new exhibit. Yes, exactly. 
special exhibit that you'd have to pay for normally if you were a normie. Um, if you're a, if you're a normie, but it's really just um, um, a plot to lure the doctor to the university because they know where he is. They can't just drag him there. So like, let's lure him there like here normally. Let's not be yeah. weird about it. Let's not be criminals. <coughs> Even though you know we're trying to kill people. Um, and then that'll be yeah. David Cena is just him walking around the museum, and then he goes to his little area and he's like, "Ooh, the TARDIS, yummy, yummy." Yummy, yummy, yummy. And then I think I suggested something like Davros is there as well, maybe, but only in like the in the background, like with his oh yeah, with his little blue light, and he's like yeah, oh no yeah, and then Davros is the one who's like yes, has it been done? And yeah. then David's like yeah boy, yeah boy. Yes. And then I said, and then afterwards there's a note here that says maybe another scene with Alex and friend, you know, to try and yes, I have that. some stuff happen before we go to the museum trip. Yeah. So try and have some more university similar stuff and maybe a little bit of like getting to see what Alex is kind of like more what this friend is like, their dynamic. Yeah. But I don't know what we would do in that scene so we can always come back to that and skip ahead to a scene where we might know what to do. Yeah, that sounds fine. Um, which is a mess. Um, additional stuff for the future we have listed here. Okay. So we should jump to where it actually goes to the future to see what we were talking about changing. Even though I haven't written it there. Basically, we wanted to do. Wait, additional scene with more Alex in future after Alex in future before before we go back to John. So we've got in the notes we've got an additional scene we want to do before we go back to um, see the sixties with John. Yes. Um, before we have his scene with the other Doctor. And then after, when we're already in the future, when jo Doctor shows up, we want to extend his time as well as Alex's. In these scenes, Alex sees signs of the Captain and his capacity for good, for change, whereas the Doctor only sees his selfishness. Yes. Uh, we have like the Doctor going out on a little questy quest with, with, the, with the Resistance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we that. have Alex helping around at the camp and seeing what the captain's like. Yeah, giving them a chance to... Giving us a chance to show more of the Doctor as well. Yeah, um, which I don't know what this is. So let's go back to where I've got future in the notes. Alex. Alex meets the Resistance and maybe... So Dalek, yeah, there we go with the introduction. Alex, yeah, shows up. Alex is then captured. None of that changes. Um, and then we are Alex taken back to the camp and this all happens obviously before we go back to John yeah so let's talk about what's going to happen let's just jump in then uh, at the scene at Alex in the camp then okay yeah let's do it and be like so what are we going to do there what are we going to do there like doesn't matter what we've written so far let's just go at it from like a a brand new perspective. Yeah. Although I will have a quick look at what we've done previously, so we don't, so I know where where we kind of started off from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So we have like before listed like maybe there's a little interrogation or something. Yeah, because that's when between Alex and the captain. Yeah. So, Alex. Captain and Tim. Oh, can't forget Tim. 
Can't forget Tim Lord. Along with the rest of the group, because I don't know who it is. There's a few more people in this group, obviously. Yeah. Return to their camp or slash HQ slash hiding spot. Basically, somewhere hidden from the Daleks. Yeah. For now. <laughs> um, and then like, okay, so we got people being like, "Oh my god, new new person. Who's this new person?" People confused, surprised, perhaps scared to see a new person show up. Yeah. Alex would definitely also be scared, wouldn't she? She would be quite frightened, yeah. She has just gone, you know. She's She started as a very anxious 21st century uni student and then got into the 60s, now in the fucking far future, this Armageddon. I'd say that she's not exactly um, calm. Doesn't sound too different from the university experience. Yeah, true. <laughs> it felt, fucking felt like it half the time, didn't it? Jesus. Um... In in sorry, just uh, in on the topic of university, in um, uh, that Nick Cage film, the new one, I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's it. Um, yeah. In that film, uh, like um, he co- uh, Nick Cage constantly talks about how one of his favorite films is The Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Oh, really? And I was just sitting there like. No, no one in the audience probably knows what that is, but I've seen it. <laughs> oh, it's fucking... And it's like it's like one of those things where you look at it and be like, okay, this is pretty cool that this was one of the earliest films, like from the nineteen twenties. Like that's something pretty cool. But no, it is like it's not a, it's not necessarily a bad film. It's just not a film nowadays people would sit and choose to watch unless you. I mean, a, a unless you, yeah, in jail. Oh, well, I, know, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that do still like that kind of stuff. Like, obviously, some people say that's, that film heavily inspired, like, Tim Burton stuff and that. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's German Expressionism. It's very art- arty, isn't it? Like, all the, all the things. Were you there when we watched it? I think so. I've definitely seen it. Yeah. I mean, you so wouldn't think, have watched it in your I, own time, then. <laughs> no, I think I spoke about it as well in one of my essays. Oh, yeah, maybe. Did you do yours? Because this would have been film movements. What year was that? Was that two or three? Uh, film movements would have been two. Yeah, because I know in I know in year three I did my one of my final essays about Logan and Magnificent Seven. That's genres. Yeah, that was so last I, year. I think I I think I spoke about Doctor Caligari in my essay. Okay, did you do German sure. Expressionism then? I'm wondering what you would have I compared think, it with. I think so because I remember I remember when it came up and I remember studying it at A level drama and theatre studies. I can't so, even remember what. Yeah, I can't even remember. I chose it. I can't even remember what the actual fucking topic of the essay was. I know we're, the film movements was the module. I don't know what we were doing for the essay. Yeah, no, I think I did. I think I just did. I went. Well, I think I went safe. I at least spoke about. I remember speaking about both <coughs> the Brit- British New Wave and French New Wave. Yeah. <coughs> More French, I think. So I remember watching Breathless in my own time. And we watched the um, the four hundred blows in uni. Yeah, I really like that film. Actually, that was a really good film. Four hundred blows. I've got it on DVD. I haven't watched it since though. What was Francois what, Truffaut, director? What was the really funny one that sh- that um, everyone loved, and I think you ended up buying? 
Oh, what the f- that was just a film we watched just for fun. Like that wasn't. I don't even remember why we watched that anymore. That was um, the Tears of the Black Tiger. That's it. Yeah, I still got that. <laughs> I still need to watch that again. That film is so good. <laughs> that was that was an experience to say the least. I remember me, me, Raffer, and Emma had a blast watching that film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was time. such a good time. That was such a good film. It is, though, the thing is... Because I remember just rapper just going, why is the building fucking magenta? <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> oh, I, I need to rewatch that now, because I remember really enjoying that film. And not just, like, un- not just like ironically. Like, I really love that film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Gone on another tangerine talking about university life. See, I was about to go on another tangerine about university, and then saw the time, and I was like, okay, maybe not. No, yeah, we've we <laughs> this so so much for one scene an episode. <laughs> this this episode is purely going to be a tangerine episode. <laughs> we've got a couple of those now. Um, yeah. Alex will definitely be scared, frightened, lost. We can at least get halfway through this scene. Um, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. Come on. Tim is being nice and protective maybe but not like protect like oh no no don't hurt this person no just more like oh you're okay no one's gonna hurt you here like that kind of stuff yeah assuring alex that she will be fine and alex can be like well your captain doesn't seem to like me yeah captain doesn't seem fond of her tim (laughs) could say he's not really fond of anyone <laughs> he's just a he's just then, a bit of a grumpy ass bloke then why do you stick with him she could ask which could you know hint to her oh, oh he'd be like yeah because he's you know he looks after us yeah <laughs> why do you stick with him Alex could ask Tim could say well he looks after everyone And you can even have like a, a scene of like, are we gonna say that maybe there are like kids in this future as well? Like there are people that are having children still. I think we should, right? I think, like there's yeah, not I think, everyone stop fucking. Um. <laughs> it's the Armageddon has happened. You are not allowed to have sex anymore. No. <laughs> You've watched Children of Men, haven't you? Yeah, long time ago. That's just that's not obviously people are still fucked in that universe. It's just they couldn't have kids. Yeah. No children born for some reason. Good film though. Yeah, really good film. Can't believe it's directed by the same person who directed Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, mad, isn't it? <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron, great director. Oh, um, fucking. Oh, what a man. Uh, Tim could say, "Well, he looks after everyone," and then it could be like a. a that's what I was gonna say. It could be like, "Oh, he's like the when, the reason they were out was they were collecting like fresh water or something like that." Or well, um, let's say they have a way to make fresh water, or collecting something, and he like hands some stuff to some children who are run by him. Yeah. And then Alex just sees, "Oh, okay, so he's got like a good side." And then he just t- immediately turns to Alex like, "You with me?" Like very like demanding. <laughs> yeah. So we get to see both like this these sides of him, and Alex is like, oh, "Okay, now I'm scared again." So. That's cool, actually. That works. I say to myself <laughs> after coming up with it. <laughs> Alex watches the captain <laughs> do something nice. That's all I'm going to write because I don't know what yet. Do something nice for a child or something like that. Um, and then 
changes and turns to Alex and says, you with me and beckons for her to follow. Yeah. Alex doesn't want to, but Tim is like, go on. <laughs> go on, mate. Go for it. <laughs> but go on, he won't bite. He's wearing a mask. <laughs> you silly bitch. Alex follows and enters Tim's room. No, not Tim's room, sorry. The captain's quarters. Yeah. He tells her to take a seat. Take a seat, please. On some rickety old chair, because it's the future and it's Armageddon. Yeah. I just had another tangent based on something that we spoke about. Tangerine, sorry. Fuck. I fucked. Fuck. I fucked it up. Um, I had another tangerine based on... Did you just fuck up the tangerine? I fucked up the tangerines, alright? They're out of date. What have I told you about fucking up the tangerine? We'll have Every to use a clementine time. instead. We'll have to use a clementine instead. Oh, now we're the, we're the podcast of clementines. <laughs> There's a difference, you know. Is there? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> because... You know it's- you don't say new every day, didn't you? Because I saw a carton of orange juice that said orange and clementine, and I was just like, isn't that just orange juice? <laughs> yeah. It's like, the fuck's the clementine got to do with this? And it reminded me of a time when someone threw, like, an orange or something, or a clementine, across a classroom, and then, like, when the teacher was out the room, the teacher came back, picked it up off the floor, and went, who threw this clementine? Fuck's sake. <laughs> it always reminds me of that, um, that Vine slash TikTok where someone throws something and the teacher goes, um, I said, whoever threw that, your mom's a hoe. Wow, what teacher would say that? American. But I, get, I mean, these are the same teachers that make the kids say the national anthem every, not the national anthem, Pledge of Allegiance every morning. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll send you, this, I'll send you this after the episode. Have you heard the TikTok of, um, it's, it's from the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case, and it's... It's uh, about Aquaman and the wig. Have you heard it? No, I haven't. It's basically Amber Heard going, I want my wig back, give me my wig back. Like the, the red Aquaman wig. And it's just Johnny, Dopp, Johnny Depp just turns around and then just goes, Aquaman. And it's just the way he says it is uh, it's just amazing. I'll send it to you, it'll probably make you laugh. That sounds random. Yeah, sorry, it's because we were... I don't know what brought me on to that, but I think it's because I said about Vine, and then I was like, oh, TikTok. Oh, that TikTok. Fair enough. Fair enough. Green oh. Day are just teasing their new album on TikTok all the time now. Oh, they really... Yeah, I've seen a bit of that, actually. That's like all. That's the only place they're really posting stuff for it. Hmm. And I'm just like... Give it to me. S- sticking with the tangerines, because we've kind of hit a point of this uh, this scene where we can pick it up next time. Sorry about this episode; it's random. Um, I think I think sorry before your tangerine. I think people quite like these little episodes, though. We where don't we just know. Chat. We don't know for sure. <laughs> well, let's just pretend they do. Carry on. Um, you almost made me forget. That's it. They posted something that was like it was like an old style computer thing. I can't remember specifically what it was because it was on an Instagram story. Yeah. So I haven't been able to see it again. Um, and it was like an old thing that said like 
Green Day and Rob Cavallo. Rob Cavallo is their producer. Yeah. Um, one of the producers on the album. And it said 23rd of December 1985, which has nothing to do with Green Day. What the fuck? Um, but it led me to... I had two. I had a couple of different thinkings. Because earlier this month, Mike Dern, the bassist of Green Day, turned 50. Nice. Back in February, Billy Joe Armstrong turned 50. Nice. And later this year, Trey Cool, the drummer, turns 50. Because... This is the year they all turn 50. The new album is supposedly going to be called 1972, which is when they were all born. Okay. I have a theory that was like, okay, they're not going to release the new album until all of them are 50. Yeah, it could Trey be with the last... Yeah, it's like Trey Cool's birthday is in December, and the thing said 23rd of December 1985. I think their new album will come out on the 23rd of December this year. Yeah, I was going to say. Think. Makes sense. But it's also a matter of like they're just about they they keep talking about how excited I mean obviously they are excited but they're about to start touring UK and Europe. Yeah, are you going to that? No, it's too expensive. Oh. Oh, Plus, fair. I've seen them three times already. It's not. I'm not. I don't feel too bad about missing out. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, it is just too expensive. Yeah. Otherwise, I would absolutely go. <laughs> like. No, yeah, um, that's fair, man. But. Um. I think they might debut a new song on that tour. I mean, it would make sense. It might not happen, but I think it will. Yeah. And Maybe towards the end of the tour. It's annoying because mo- the album's been pretty much all being recorded in this country as well. Yeah. Like they're at Rack Studios in London. Nice. I think it said it might be Rack, it might be said R-A-K, I don't know. But I know it's a London-based studio and they've been there for a while. Well, not a while, but they keep dipping in and out of the country I think yeah because they can because they're rich um, but yeah that was a that was a random tangerine one last tangerine before we end the episode right yep. uh, never guess who I bumped into in on a on a crossing on Ealing High Street the other day um, referee Stuart Atwell close Harvey oh okay yeah, I was I was going to get some blood tests done. Um, I was meant to text you about this. I went to go get some blood tests done, and then I was walking to the train station to go to work, and I was crossing the road and I was next to Lloyd's, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sure, Harvey works at Lloyd's." And I literally thought, "Oh, it'd be mad if I ever bumped into him." And then I looked up and he's just looking at me across the street, waving, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And the the first thing he says to me was, "You right, dickhead?" And I was like, "Ah, oh. it's like you've never been away." nice to hear that he's looking as suave as ever fair enough you know but yeah just thought I'd let you know cool yeah I mean I haven't spoken to Harvey in like over a year so <laughs> yeah I haven't spoken to him in ages to be fair well not for wanting to try I did text him in like January but I didn't get a reply so whatever <laughs> fair um, just thought I'd let you know fair enough we um we can end this episode here. Yeah? Yeah. As in do you bean the thing. Oh, I was like cuz we're recording this as a is a yeah, we're recording one... it in a batch, but I still want the outro done now. <laughs> I was going to say maybe just cut that little that little No, gap. no, no, that's in. That's in. Your Great. Your, your stupidity. <laughs> Great. We'll end look at it. Thank you so much for listening to this tangerine of an episode. We hope you enjoyed it all the same. 
Um, you can find us on social media. We are two smoking microphones everywhere. That is Facebook. That is Instagram. That is Twitter. We have an email address: the two smoking microphones pod at gmail dot com. Um, please email. Please email in and let us know your thoughts. I do check it pretty much all the time, so it won't be missed. You know, you will you will get an answer. Um, we also have separate Twitter accounts and like separate things that you can find us at. So uh, if you want to see Connor and any of his personal stuff, go to at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six. From there, I have my link tree. You'll find literally everything I'm on, and I'm becoming more active on some things. So. Yeah, so you'll find his, you'll find his Twitch, you'll find his blog. Check them out; they're very worth checking out. Um, I know you did a Twitch stream this week. I watched I it did. while I was at work. Like I it wouldn't did. let, me, it wouldn't let me log in though, so I couldn't actually say hello. But I was actually watching for some of it. That's um, definitely something I want to do because at least I can just talk to myself as well. Even if I don't, even if no one's really interacting, I don't mind doing it. Just like talking to myself yeah. about music. Yeah, um, and it's a, yeah. it's a good confidence thing to put yourself out there as well. I, I mean, think. yes, it's like with this. Yeah, exactly. Although we're um, talking to each other, so it's different. <laughs> true. And you can find me at Harry Young Edits on Twitter as well. There you can find my blog, The Review Lab, which I'm also doing a side podcast for, which a new episode came out for this week. Um, I'm doing it monthly. So, um, yeah, find all the details there. I'm still but, waiting um, for my official invite. <laughs> well, I mean, Connor's coming. All right, I've got a lot of people... That uh that want to be on it. I've got a list. Connor's very much high on that list, as well as kind of other people. But um, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. But um, look, we're gonna go and do another episode that you weren't here for another week. But you know, enjoy your life. Do it as you want to do. You know. Um, enjoy your scones as well. <laughs>